0: Welcome to Sports and Stogies. Now, introducing your hosts, Cameron Winklewitz and Austin
1: Hayes. What's a surprising fact you learned in the past week studying the pirate history? Oh, man.
0: Uh, obviously, we all know or recognize, have heard the name Francis Drake.
1: If you have taken 10th grade history or played Uncharted, especially. So,
0: basically, how he started out, he was part of the Gentleman Adventurers. So they, what they actually were, were noblemen in the court of England. Their kids, like their sons, would trying to find the fastest way to be rich, basically. And it was piracy. So, I think it was... There were two main groups. It was the Winter the Winter family, and then there was another one. I think it was like the Williams or something like that. And Francis Drake was with that family from a different family to study how to be a, a nobleman under their father. But what he did was is he would send them, those kids with his sons, on their pirate voyages. So... All that's unrecorded knowledge, but it's pretty much well known that that's what they were doing. But, like, his first documented voyage was when he was like 17. And then, as like
1: a ship captain?
0: No. So it's just documented that he was on the ship. Okay. And then, yeah, he shortly after that became captain. He was one of the most infamous pirates at the time because he single handedly. So at one voyage, it was his, like, the most secret voyage he had. Like, there were, th- like, a fleet. He had, like, I think three three to five ships with him. And he was, the, he had a private meeting with Queen Elizabeth that, to this day, it died between them what was said.
1: So here's some of my question. He was never, was he actually in the British Navy? Uh or more like a under the table? It was... More employment, of like an under, mercenary thing for the queen. Yeah, I think it was more of like an under-the-table okay. thing. But he was still knighted, eventually. Yeah.
0: So he, yeah, he was... Uh, I think maybe he eventually became... He started out under the table. And like I said, his voyages were relatively kept pretty secret because of the, the expectation of those voyages. And
1: brought back some
0: great loot for the queen. <clears throat> so while his third voyage was his most successful... And like I said, it was completely private. They No one knows what was said behind those closed doors. But he was gone for three years. And where did they go? So they went to basically just South America. But they went all the way around the coast to the west side of South America. And then... So... This is called the Drake Wars. So, like for months, he was just terrorizing the South America Spanish colonies, and he would harbor with a native town because they were at war loved with Spanish. That they that he was against the Spanish. Yeah. So there was times where he would take. I mean, at the time, basically his pillaging resulted in current day like almost two hundred million dollars.
1: incomprehensible.
0: Yeah. So he was stealing hundreds of thousands of pesos worth of gold and silver and just trinkets and jewels while restocking on food. But what he had done was, so at the end of the voyage, when he was getting ready to go back or figure, there was other things I'll get to it in a second, but basically he had a Portuguese guide and a Spanish guide that he had captured from ships that he had taken. So they had just robbed the main trading ship of the Spanish that holds literally transports all of the gold and silver and jewels from South America to Spain. So they had robbed it. It was like, I think they said that ship alone was at the time 300,000 pesos worth, which is in today's money like $50 million. That was one hit.
1: Very successful haul.
0: So when he was leaving, what he did was he told the Spanish guy that he captured from that ship, he like let him over here that they were to go south back across Magellan Strait up to England. Then he let him go. Pull the old switcheroo. So then he told the Portuguese guy, let him over here, we're actually going north to this point and then across. and Then let him go. And he didn't do either of those. That guy's a genius. So he sailed all the way around South America up to North America. So he's actually the first
1: technically... This is pre-Columbus, right? I, th-
0: I think it was... No, but I don't think the colonies... No, no, no. Pre-
1: not pre-Columbus, but pre-colonial America. Yes, yeah.
0: pre-colonial America. And he was on the West Coast. So he's up near
1: like Northern
0: California. So the... Well, the rumor is, like, nobody knows where he landed.
1: He's as far as you can be from England at this point. Yeah. You're on the west coast of America?
0: Yes. So he actually settled somewhere around, they believe to be, like, Oregon and Canada. At this
1: point, you had the Spanish, uh, not Masons, but, like, San Fran. Well,
0: a lot of the native tribes there have recollection of, like, because... I mean not to be not to offend anyone or anything but they thought they were gods.
1: Yeah. And got just on a boat with 300 million dollars worth of gold. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of recollection of him or a white god coming off of a ship in their myth like mythos down there or up there. So, it apparently he stayed there for like 8 months.
1: Especially from where they were at because no one was sailing Across the Pacific, no, to the west coast of America. Well,
0: the reason why is because this is what the speculation is: is that so the Northwest Passage, passage is up there, so they didn't know if it went all the way through that yeah, land. Yeah. So his unofficial goal is the speculation is that he was to find the other side of the Northwest Passage to pass through and go to England that way. That makes sense, cause otherwise, what are you doing? Going up through, you, know, the Arctic? So, yeah, well, even after he settled, yeah. he went further north when he left, finally. But then he ended up going straight west to the Spice Islands. So he also ended up coming back with, like, six tons of garlic cloves and, and, and all kinds of spices that made his voyage even more profitable. So we're probably looking at, like, maybe 250, 300 mil.
1: Again, over the course of three... Whole years. Yeah.
0: And he said when he came back, he was a very, obviously unkempt, but he had long, red, curly hair, red, curly beard. So in my opinion, that's who they modeled Redbeard after.
1: I mean, a pretty, pretty successful person to, to base a legend off of. But yeah. they
0: said the reports are his first words when he found a British harbor was, is Elizabeth still the queen?
1: Checks out. They had a thing going on there, right?
0: Nobody knows. Elizabeth never had official lovers. Yeah, but who don't love a nice pirate, right?
1: You would think. This all from YouTube videos?
0: Articles? I definitely want to read about... It's uh, the Pirate History Podcast. Guy, I, All of his source material is from books. Of and, course, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. All that stuff, so...
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into the books that he's
1: quoting and all that. Yeah, I think after we... Maybe not after that voyage specifically, but I think he eventually at least becomes, in some capacity, a member of the British Navy. And of course, yeah, it gets knighted eventually. What a rabbit hole you got into here. With no signs of slowing down.
0: <clears throat> Honestly, I would, I would really like for it to continue up until the piracy that happens like today. Yes, yeah, not like this trade has ended. No, like it's still a thing and it's pretty much the exact same as it has always been. Like yeah. hostage, ransoms, just looting cargo. Spices. Just anything. Like whatever that ship's carrying is mine. And we're taking it. Or taking the ships. Everything. Crew included. So yeah, it's like the same. It's weird.
1: I just can't imagine a more badass thing to be like, yo, girl, I'm gonna go on a voyage for three years. <laughs> There's no contact. I ain't got a cell phone. Can't write letters. I'm going to come back with riches and gold beyond your imagination. And my first words Just back trust is, me. where is she? Yeah. Come on, dude. They, they had a thing going on. I had a boy, Sir Francis.
0: Yeah, the Spanish called him El Draque, which means the dragon. Again, legendary. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, like He was shot multiple times, too, on his voyages. Like, in their last fight, when he landed in, um, how would they call it? Oh, man. It, so, he landed in one cove where the natives battled off the Spanish that were chasing him, but never took a shot at him. Which I thought
1: was weird. They must have known something.
0: Well, they, they had been watching him for, like, days.
1: Uh, In the woods, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then the Spanish were coming through the wilderness, so they just murdered all the Spanish. Yeah, we know we hate these guys, but we don't know about these guys yet. And then he ended up—he like was started to scoot when when the battling was happening, and they just watched him leave and never. But there was one where like they were battling, and his like all his whole medical staff died, and he was wounded and still survived.
1: That's hard to do back in the day too
0: yeah and then they there was one the the island where Magellan died is when that happened so the reason why they started fighting is the same reason why Magellan started fighting them and died there so their culture was we share everything we don't ask if you have something I'm it's how it is yeah, yeah we just share so Francis gets there and they're like I like that ring. I, that's my ring now. Sorry, bro.
1: Uh, no can do.
0: And I guess his, his crewmates just started blasting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, when they first left the voyage, you know how many ships and crewmates he, or crew members that he brought along?
0: I know they had it was three to five ships, but there were only three people who had the knowledge of what the actual... Like, everyone was told they were going down Africa to trade along this, like it was a legit trading voyage, right? And that's all, all the, the crew get after
1: that. Yeah. That
0: was all the crew. So then the three captains of the ships, I'm pretty sure had discussed that they were going to be going to South America and the Caribbean to do some piracy. So I believe on their way over, before they even got to landfall, one of the guys on the other ships was trying to take control and he had accused Francis of something Or he was like rallying guys to turn on Francis. And then they had hit landfall and started pirating. And Francis had, they had like a, I want to say like a a father, like a priest or something. Of course. They always brought a priest along. And they had accused the guy that was starting the uprising of, well, the guy said that Francis was stealing and not cutting, giving the full cut to the crew. It wasn't a full even split. Search the captain quarters, nothing. So then they accused him, and the priest accused that guy of like witchcraft and stealing, which he was stealing. Immediately guilty. Yeah. So they searched his room, and there was obviously some treasure. And then everybody. Then they executed. Him. Yes, guys. Voyage is over.
1: Yeah. Lesson learned. Yeah, it was... It was a... And I'm sure his crew was very handsomely compensated.
0: Uh, I would imagine. This
1: guy's got, got a little too greedy. Yeah. And power hungry.
0: That was mainly it. Like, you think but, you're, you're going to take over one of the ships? I mean, think about if, if if that worked. Then all of that stuff that Francis did that was just between him and Elizabeth never happens. Yeah. He never gets to North America. And how do you evade the entire Spanish military?
1: Who at the time over here was pretty powerful. Yeah, they were. They were the only settlers. Yeah,
0: and they were in all of the Spanish colonies. Yeah. Like there was a point where they were in, they had like docked and then went and looted a land, a landlocked town. They were looting on foot.
1: It's such a fascinating period in history i got to start reading more and getting into more historical podcasts and not just sports and comedy stuff. You need to enrich the mind, you know? There's and what a better to place remember, to have your mind enriched <clears throat> than right here on this two-man show? Exactly. So go ahead and pull up that chair, pour up that drink, and light that cigar. It's time for episode 73 of s Shane? What's up, guys? I just want to say you can find us on... Uh... <laughs> X, YouTube, uh, Apple, Apple Podcast. Uh, Is that it, guys? Yeah. Uh, Facebook, uh, Sports and Stogies, Uh, Gmail.com, and uh, yeah, that's about all I got. (laughs) Uh,
0: Shane is out sick this week, unfortunately.
1: Tough time of the year for illness. Yeah. You know?
0: It is. Cold weather, well depending on the week, depending on the day. We had one little flirt of of warmness for like two days. That's enough to get people sick. Yeah. So, and it wasn't really that warm. Well, compared to, you know, 10 degrees. It was just so cold that it felt warm, which is why everyone's getting sick because of it. Yeah. They're like, oh, dude, I can go outside shorts. Might as well go swim.
1: And it's like actually just 40 degrees, dude. Relax. Hypothermia. Yeah. We're nice and warm and healthy in here in studio. Nice pipe going, nice cigar going. Let's get the actual promo out of the way. You already did. Uh, that was the <laughs> Shane version. Give us the professional version. <clears throat>
0: All right, guys. Sports and Stogies on Facebook X, Instagram, Reddit, uh, TikTok. TikTok, which pretty much not on TikTok. Hey, no, we'll be there eventually. Back in <laughs> yeah, full swing. Once. We, we figured out what we need to do. We gotta get a new laptop, get some get some stuff, and then we'll be able to rip clips right from the show, which I think will work best. Yeah. And I think it'll help kinda animate the show a little bit, like with a little more spicy takes and less regurgitating the news and more like at a
1: certain point any any show out there does certain things <clears throat> just for views. Exactly. Like Stephen A does not believe everything he says. No. Right. But he knows what generates, and he also publicity. knows
0: how to make it seem like he's believing it. Uh, of course, and I'll be honest: there's a lot of things that I say that I actually do believe
1: that I shouldn't. I think we're pretty honest here, yeah. With all of our takes, there's some things I try to play devil's advocate on, but yeah, if we're definitely going for clips and, and things like that,
0: and even if it's uh, if that's something we pause the recording to do and then just rip a clip for TikTok, yeah, like that's also an option. But that will all be coming eventually.
1: Also, we have Shane for hilarious dumb takes where also we push true, back on him. But he won't him. be on the video. That's a fair point. Yeah. He's a Jamie. You know, he's off mic. Yeah. Off camera. On mic, I should we say. we can reiterate it. Yeah.
0: We can just be like, our reaction is the TikTok? It, that's that's yeah. where the money's
1: worth. Come on. Yeah.
0: But, yes, on TikTok and then on all your podcast platforms, Apple, Google, YouTube, Amazon... Spotify at Sports and Stogies for all your sports
1: media and cigars and pipes. And any questions you guys got, either fan cues or suggestions for Blast to the Past, of course send those either to us personally or at the email sportsandstogies at gmail.com. Now, smoke-wise, back to your original blend in that pipe. The CAO
0: vanilla and Davidoff blue mixture.
1: Can you pick between the two yet? They both smell fantastic.
0: Um, you mentioned this one was a little fluffier. Yeah, so the the tobacco itself seems lighter. Like you can pack more in the bowl. I did notice that, but uh, uh, definitely, I feel like the. I think I gotta once I, I I gotta smoke more of it so I can mix it better. I think because I don't think I have a great mix of it right now because of how full the mason jar was. I wasn't able to like get in there and really mix it around, but I think I'll be able to do that, obviously, the more I smoke.
1: And figure your ratios out, too. Yeah. Could be more 70-30 instead of a straight even half.
0: Yeah. Well, I did one can of each.
1: So you had yeah, half-half. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, Shane, we'll, you got some uh, nice vape over there? We'll figure it out. No, nah, he was heaters last episode. Yeah. Uh, I guess he was. They're still over there, too. I've got the El Baton by J.C. Newman. This is the Double Toro 6x60. It's an Ecuadorian Havana wrapper with Nicaraguan binder and filler. And some cool history on it from the J.C. Newman website. It's one of the original brands by the, made by the founder, Julius Caesar Newman, back in 1914. What a great name. you got to live up to it, though. And he certainly did. Um, popular for many years, but then it disappeared in the marketplace in the 20s. And they were originally hand-rolled in Cleveland. Which, of course, a lot of ties Hell. to Cleveland from J.C. Newman. Relaunched in 08 by JC's grandsons, Eric and Bobby, who of course we know and love. And it was the first Nicaraguan cigar that they made. Of course, very popular today, very well received. Goes for about 11 12 bucks. Nice even burn so far, nice and slow. Good smoke production, a little bit tight. And then flavor-wise, classic Nicaragua. A little spice, a little pepper, a little heat. And then nice tobacco sweetness, some earth. Exactly what you're looking for. A little cocoa. Very well balanced. Now, fan queue-wise, one NBA, one NFL. Should go for a little repack there. Where do we stand on the whole 65-game requirement rule in the NBA as far as for awards, for all NBA consideration? I know with the Embiid injury, people are talking about now he's definitely not MVP. He can only miss, like, two more games. People are thinking that players are playing through injuries just to make that requirement. What do you make of the whole thing so far? Does it actually matter?
0: Um, I mean, I'm a fan regardless of who's not capable or whatever. If a guy plays 45 games this season, but he averaged in those 45 games 35 points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists, he's not the MVP. No. In my opinion, if you are the most valuable player in the NBA – you
1: have to play the majority of the season. The last player to win MVP playing less than sixty five was Bill Walton in seventy seven.
0: Yeah, so it's a it's a non factor, anyways. So in my there's some awards that it'll affect more than others. I think maybe first maybe the All NBA teams, maybe the All Defensive teams. Maybe it'll affect those a little more, but MVP, Defensive Rookie, uh, rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year most improved player, that kind of thing, that they're all going to be playing more than 65 games anyways.
1: Yeah. Are we going to see a situation where one guy plays 64 games and has way better numbers than the guy that played 66 games? If that happened, they're still going to give the guy, I mean, whether the rules say it or not, come on. Yeah, there will be caveats. There always will be.
0: There will always be exceptions, people who, like I said, one game and one of the games he went out, because he fractured his toe or something, you know what I mean? Like that's why he was one game short of 65.
1: And there was a controversy last week where Embiid was not listed on the injury report, played like two minutes, and then came out. I think the same happened with like Cade Cunningham, which is much less relevant, but that counts as a game played. See, so yes, there are loopholes and caveats to get around this yeah, already. That nobody's going to get punished for exactly. I know they say you have to have guys on the injury report, but that's so easy to get around. Oh, I sprained my toe pregame, like you said. And warm ups. Yeah. Or on oh, tip off. On that first play. I landed yeah. wrong. My bad. Yeah. Guess I got to take the night off now. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's relevant. I think, um, I definitely don't think anybody's pushing themselves to play hurt just to win or qualify for an yeah, MVP I don't race, think so. especially Embiid. We know his history of. I wish Shane was shame we're here for this part, too, because we're both notorious Embiid dislikers, you could say. Maybe a little bit biased. But, yeah, there's nobody out there that's, one, is going to play hurt, and, two, that team staff will let them play hurt just for sake of meeting that requirement. I agree 100%.
0: Everybody's top priority is player safety. Regardless if that player is going to be an MVP candidate or not, you want them healthy for the postseason. MVP doesn't really matter, in my opinion. Championships matter
1: unless you are Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he says shut him down for the whole season, postseason included. NFL wise, whether Mahomes wins this season his third ring or not, he's already a top five quarterback all the time, right?
0: Uh, it's
1: it's hard to not put him in there. If he wins a ring, is he already number two? There's at least a conversation.
0: Oh, man. It's it's hard not to put him in that conversation. And I will say, I mean, if there is going to be a quarterback who is even going to come close to Brady's a either appearances or one super bowls we're looking at him
1: and all that combined with stats to back that up as well which I thought was impossible but he'll be 3 and 1 if he wins against the niners in his what seventh season uh sixth right he's been to the afc championship every season and this is his sixth one straight right Well, he didn't start his first season though but I well, guess as a starter, starter yeah, yeah to have four appearances and six six tries and win three of them with a long career ahead, and this being your worst offensive team yet? Man. And I don't always love Nick Wright, but he did say Patrick Mahomes' worst season is better than pretty much anybody else's best.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's better than a lot of people's best, that's for And he sure. had his worst
1: season this
0: season. Yeah. The outcome could be better than, yes, better than anyone's best.
1: It's tough. To, I mean, I didn't get to see Montana actually play before, and it was a big a big thing. He was, of course, he was two before Brady got there, or one before Brady got there. I think he's already had a Peyton, or at least right there with Peyton. Elway got three rings, great numbers, but I think Mahomes is already on Mount Rushmore, and <laughs> not slowing down. I mean, realistically, he's only getting better. Yeah, um, and this this. They're not going to keep this same offensive roster either. No, they're, they're, they're not. Should get better. They're not happy with Kadarius Tony and MVS. Well, they're obviously not happy with Kadarius Toney. <laughs> Do you want to go over that now? Uh, it's prompted. Rating bum of the year was injured and didn't play against the uh, the Ravens. Then
0: he went on Instagram Live and ruined his chances at ever playing NFL again. Basically, is how I look at it. You're on the injury re- injury report for hip-slash-personal reasons. Personal reasons, you're bad at football. <laughs> yeah. Hip? Okay. Maybe you have a chance to sign to another team. You're not a chief anymore. That's just going to be a fact. You're going to get a Super Bowl ring, which is insane. The fact he was a chief this long still. It's unreal that he will have a Super Bowl ring. But... You had one chance. Like, just keep your mouth shut. Shut up. You, a team will God. probably oh, sign you. You'll be on a practice squad somewhere. Maybe get pulled up because of injuries. Something will happen where you will play again.
1: Now you ruined your shot at that, in my opinion. Because now we know not only is he bad, but he's a not a locker room guy you want. He's going to only cause you problems on and off the field. Exactly. Because he even handled the offside's play pretty well. I didn't hear him say one word after that, honestly.
0: No, yeah, everything up until being benched, he handled well. I mean, he never flipped out about dropping the ball. I mean, he's handled everything
1: very professionally all year. As have his teammates and coaches all have had his back.
0: Up until, I mean, I haven't heard anyone comment on this yet.
1: I'm sure they told him behind closed doors like, yo, man, let's be real here. We know where we're at. We're gonna bench you just say your hip hurts, hold out, get a ring and then we can go our separate ways. simple as that. yeah I mean I know why thats are super confident, but he has to know what he is and what he can and can't do. He knows he shouldn't be out there in an AFC championship game against the best defense in the league.
0: I mean I will say in his defense with this squad they do have. He can still be out there.
1: You have a face on this season's track record, though. Uh, they're winning with him on or off the field. Fair point. Yeah. Um, let's go blast of the past, which, given that it was championship week, we thought we'd revisit the arguably the most controversial call or no call of all time. Do you want to set up the Saints-Rams 2018 NFC championship game? I suppose. Because we don't have Shane here to do this.
0: It was a nice, brisk winter night here in Ohio. In 2018, after (laughs) we mentioned. In the NFC Championship game, also already mentioned. In the Superdome. In the Superdome, where they're probably pretty warm. And pretty drunk and pretty wild. Pretty drunk and pretty wild. You're in the heart of New Orleans. The heart of the bayou the cajun raging cajun something nation yeah exactly <laughs> the raging the nation of raging cajuns <laughs> <clears throat> but we're not in this story we're buddies probably also pretty intoxicated you're a rams fan i'm a saints fan and there are approximately 2 minutes left in the game and I, th- I believe the Rams kicked the field goal to go up. Now, this it's currently a tie game. Currently a tie game. That's right. Saints driving. Saints are driving down the field. My boys, I'm getting hyped. I'm talking that mess.
1: Inside the 20.
0: We're exchanging vulgar words.
1: You're running the ball. You're killing
0: the clock. I'm telling you, we're getting ready to score. We're getting ready to put it down your throat. This is it. Touchdown. Game over. Defense is going to hold strong.
1: Or kill the clock walk off field goal.
0: Or kill the clock and walk off field goal. Regardless, this game, the Superdome... You didn't even belong here in the first place. Jared Goff, who? I don't know. Sean McVay,
1: who? Who? Aaron Donald, who? That bum? And then, Drew
0: Brees takes the drop back. Lofts a beautiful ball to probably Michael Thomas if he was playing. A fellow named Tommy Lee Coleman. Okay, Tommy Lee. (laughs) Wide open. Tommy Lee Coleman, somehow wide open. And the most egregious pass interference no call I've ever seen in my entire life takes place. I mean, a
1: full two yards before the ball got there. Rams DB, nickel Roby Coleman, blasted
0: also Tommy Also, another Lee guy Coleman. you've never heard of. They were probably brothers, maybe
1: cousins. Helmet to helmet, and clearly early. Everyone's looking around for the flag, including Roby Coleman. No flag comes. Guy went and played the lottery right after the game. Probably won, yet again. Saints kick the field goal, go up three. Still a minute and a half left. Goff leads a drive, field goal range, kick it, go to OT. Saints win the toss, get the ball. Drew Brees, interception. Rams field goal, game over.
0: And I will say, as much as we want to blame the game on that play... It was really on Breeze throwing the pick, and you could say, of course, you could have won an OT.
1: Yes, but should it have went to OT? No, it's a tough pill to swallow. Our buddy Drew, notorious Saints fan, gave the example: Imagine your Reds are down four three, bottom of the ninth. You hit a grand slam off the foul pole, and then they say, "No, foul ball." What about you go to extra innings and
0: lose? Imagine you're you're a Browns fan. In the divisional round, head-to-head with the Chiefs. I believe it was a tie game. Maybe you're only down one score. You're driving. Baker Mayfield's cooking. Baker's baking, dude. The the boys are running crazy. Donovan Peoples-Jones catches a beautiful pass. Helmet-to-helmet contact. No targeting call.
1: Classic
0: Chiefs refs and then that costs you to lose the game.
1: Now let's say the Saints had won this game. Now they get Breeze Brady in the Super Bowl. Let's say Breeze beats Brady. He's got two rings. Brady won less. Where's the landscape change from there?
0: Do the Saints retain great teams from there on out and just continue to
1: play great? Who knows? Do the Rams break up a lot quicker? Does the Stafford golf trade ever happen? There's a lot of question marks here. Again, each time we do this segment, we think how can one play, one call, potentially change the entire landscape? Of yeah,
0: because if golf never loses a Super Bowl,
1: do is it worth trading? Yeah. Do you stick with him? Do you really feel the need to go all in and get your, your Stafford?
0: It's tough to tell. Does man. that
1: eventually lead to Joe Burrow getting that ring instead? Oh, does Dan Campbell ever get hired in Detroit? Are the Lions that where they're at now? Are they still 1-16? Is Drew Brees now a top three, top four quarterback all time? Does Brady? I will say win the, win right the one
0: thing that I would have liked if this was way earlier in Drew Brees' career.
1: Of course, I mean, he had, what, two years after that, three? Yeah.
0: So I don't think it would have changed the landscape for him very much or the Saints, to be honest. This was like 2011. Definitely changes the landscape of the Saints.
1: So legacy-wise, you could do your second ring there. But
0: yeah, second and ring.
1: beating Brady especially.
0: Yes. So
1: I think Drew
0: Brees will probably already be a first ballot Hall of Famer anyway. Oh, absolutely. Well,
1: without a doubt. Top ten guys still all time.
0: So, like I said, legacy-wise, it would be nice to have that other ring, but it's not going to affect anything like officially.
1: And after that season, the league instituted the new rule where coaches could challenge pass interference calls. If you recall, I don't think a single one was overturned. Yeah, I don't because think so. the ref said, "Screw off! <laughs> we hate this rule. We made that call, and we're sticking to it." That next season, that rule was not retained. I think it should be. I will lose all my timeouts thrown challenge flags. On paper, definitely should, but it would have to be called by a non-associated correct crew. And it could even be, like, same NFL refs because they all have each other's back. I think, I think that's how ch- challenges should work. If the New York headquarters was unaffiliated, yeah. Because there's so many. So many games that, and look, I know some are bang-bang. I get that. But when they're that egregious and you do challenge, or you would have the opportunity to challenge, that changes entire games right there. It's a solid retrohale. Was it? It looked good at least. I couldn't really tell. Did it feel? Do you feel any burn through the nose? No. No?
0: I think I was blowing out of my nose. You were? Not out of my mouth at all. Till the end. Yeah. I can Maybe blow that's out of the my full I can, method. I can blow out of my nose all day.
1: Run it back. That's a long puff in off the Gandalf pipe. Straight dragon right there. Yeah, and then mouth of the end.
0: So you just blow out the nose uh, is all a retrohale is? I guess, yeah. I thought it was when, oh, no, I'm thinking of the French inhale. Never heard of that. That's for for other. Ah, that, <laughs> that would explain why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's for other things. <laughs> Shane, comment?
0: <laughs> I, think, I think it's common in vape. Really common. Uh, right? Vape, I feel like you can do Basically, anything. you blow out, and then you inhale all of it through your nose. So That's like a true retrohale. Yeah. Like a double. Yeah. Because you're like blowing out
1: and then back into the nose.
0: Yeah. So like okay, on, okay. when you're exhaling the smoke and letting it, you're basically just letting it roll out of your mouth. Yeah. And then you're inhaling through your nose only. And then it'll all go, all the smoke goes straight up your nose. You're getting your money's worth on, the, on
1: yeah. one puff. So yeah. I, I love this segment. I love this idea. Of course, send in more of yours to the email as always, or just talk to us, text us. Probably something Super Bowl-related, given the time of year.
0: Definitely something Super Bowl-related next week, uh, because it will be our Super Bowl preview with our Super Bowl sticks. So I will not be on the pipe next week.
1: First dogey in probably a month and a half, if not longer? Uh, Definitely since the new year,
0: pretty sure. Or, no, I think I got my, uh, my blends January
1: 7th, give or take. And that show better include Shane smoking as well. I will. Or at least hopefully Shane being here. Get well soon, pal. NFL news and stats-wise, coaching Carousel in full swing. Whew. First things first, you said only, what, one team without a head coach and one team without a GM? Uh, yes,
0: the Commanders are the only team without a head coach. Um, every single candidate they've interviewed has picked either a different team or chosen to stay with their current team. The only outlier in that statement is Eric Bieniemy, because they did interview Eric Bieniemy once. I do not know if he got a second one. However, if I'm Eric Bieniemy, do I stay as the offensive coordinator? If you don't want me to be like, yeah, I feel like I'm
1: your ninth option as head coach.
0: This is kind of a. Clearly, you don't. I should have been the first option. I thought that's why you brought me in here. Yeah, this is a a very weird relationship with the new owner to start out, you know? Like, this should be very much like an Antonio
1: Pierce situation, in my opinion. Unless you already had a whole new regime ready to come in, which clearly they don't. Obviously, they didn't. Now, I get it.
0: You want to. Yeah, you want to interview Harbaugh, you want to interview Bill, you want to interview all the heavy hitters, Ben Johnson, all those guys, of course. You want to try and play your hand in the lottery just like everybody else did. But when every single person says no,
1: you got to go with the enemy, right? And the fact that it's public information now that everybody you interviewed said no. You can't even pretend to tell B. Enemy like, oh yeah. I mean, we interviewed you first. We always wanted you, but out of formality, we had to try and get Jimmy and try and get Bill. Right. But you were always our guy, of course, of course. Yeah. And yeah, not a not a good way to start this new relationship here. But for the guys that did get hired, of course, aforementioned Jimmy Harbaugh to the Chargers, sixteen million dollars a year, reportedly yeah I don't it should don't, be, it should be
0: true the the numbers haven't been made official yet as far as any reporting goes, but yeah from what I've heard, I believe six years
1: that's what I saw at least around
0: sixteen million a is the expectation the rumor um no reason that shouldn't be completely true uh
1: pretty lucrative deal, which I think we all love we all kind of saw coming as the best fit if you were to actually leave Michigan and to
0: get out ahead of Michigan right now with the the newest recruiting scandal or whatever, uh, every team has
1: one of those right now. Um, you know,
0: according to some Ohio State fans on Twitter, what did Jim Harbaugh actually do? All he did was lose to Ohio State. <laughs> okay, uh, vacated all their wins, zero <laughs> national championships, and all that fun stuff. Uh, which, from what I know, they haven't vacated anything. No, uh, I haven't even heard anything about. That whole they, thing that's at made all up. moving forward. Totally, I'm pretty up. sure it's over. D- done especially with. Especially now that he's not in the NCAA. Clearly, that was probably also a riding factor of I'll probably just go to the NFL now. Yeah. So, and brought with him defensive coordinator Jesse Minter. And shout out to um,
1: oh man, what's his name? Sharon Shamar Shamar Moore. Yeah, of course, Shuin to take over the Michigan Correct. job. Uh, very Antonio Pierce-like. But yeah, it brings along Jesse Minter as D.C. and Jay Harbaugh as special teams coordinator. Which, we again, expected between Minter and Mike McDonald. I know that whole conversation with his brother. Take one. They're both great. They'll both be D.C.'s and probably head coaches in the NFL eventually. And then uh, some kind of off-the-wall hires. Titans take Brian Callahan. Bengals offensive coordinator, who I didn't know was being looked at as a head coach. I mean, their offense was
0: very, of course. I mean, yeah. very good. Um, I do believe the Bengals quarterback coach is now their offensive coordinator. Yep.
1: So, props to him as well. The Panthers pick up Dave Canales, who was the Bucks OC. Same thing. I mean, I don't to do what they did with Baker Mayfield this year.
0: We'll see. Yeah. Successful. I mean the
1: Panthers are in a full trial and error yeah, run you, anyways. No so. expectations. You know, the win two games and you got improvement. The Falcons bring in Raheem Morris, the former Rams DC. I knew there were some talks of as a head coach, but Rams D wasn't great this
0: year. After all that talk about Bill, too, saw a thing that the owner said there were some hurdles. And that's why they ended up shifting from Bill.
1: Which surely meant Bill wanted too much control. Like he's always had.
0: Or the Patriots wanted maybe some draft picks to get him, possibly. Because I think they had to give draft picks to get Raheem. Um, Let me try to pull that up real quick. I thought they had to give up like a third round pick, I think.
1: Uh, Definitely less than what they would have to give up for, for Bill. I don't really know how that works. I know it's. Cause I know when the Niners gave up or had to get all those picks for losing their past 16 defensive coordinators. I think it's one pick for a coordinator, like third rounder above. Then head coaches, there's some flexibility. Because look at what like it took to get Sean Payton. Okay? Yeah, like two first rounders or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not seeing anything here for, for what it took, but I think it's a third round pick. I think you're right. Then signed to a five-year contract. Um, Seahawks so go young. Mike McDonald, Ravens, D.C. Youngest great head hire. coach in the league. Um, young you team. You went from the youngest to the oldest, or the oldest, oldest to the youngest. be a yeah, great young defense. Should be a great fit there with the new O.C., Shane Waldron. Or no, he went to uh, the Bears, actually. I don't think they hired a new O.C. yet, did they? I don't think so. I haven't heard. Maybe they promoted Probably the guy. Get a head coach coming in. Then take his pick. And then DC-wise, Philly hires Vic Fangio and brings in Kellen Moore as well. Love Vic Fangio. That's a great pickup. I'm surprised Miami fired him, honestly.
0: Honestly, yeah. They are
1: banged up all year. I think he's a great defensive mind. Um, Kellen Moore, jury's still out. We'll see. I think he's probably a better fit for that style of offense. Uh, but think it's an improvement of what they had this year, at least. Tush-push. Um, now, I love when Sirianni got asked in the presser, like, so Fangio's taking over defensive play calling. Kellen Moore, offensive play calling. What do you do now? He's like, <laughs> I'm the head coach. <laughs> Which I think is a funny question to ask. Especially with all the hate he got after the collapse. But, yeah, I mean, not every coach has to call plays People on either side that. of the ball. Yeah. But,
0: I mean, he was very reluctant, I mean, to give up offensive at least, yeah. obviously. Uh, he let Matt Patricia call
1: defense for some reason, but... <laughs> for a few games at least. And then uh, let's see, your brownies found their OC. Yeah, uh, oh man, what's his name?
0: The guy the Bills fired, literally like mid-season.
1: You know, I didn't write it down because I thought you had it. Not show something, right?
0: Yeah, but I can't remember his name.
1: One a brief moment here. Uh, Ken Dorsey. Yeah, that's it. Ken Dorsey. The old Dorsmeister. <laughs> um, Thoughts on that hire as a Brownie fan? Uh,
0: I don't know. They're the I don't know. The Bills have a very different offense, even just the offensive scheme overall, than the Browns do. So unless they plan on making Nick Chubb Josh Allen, I don't know. I'm curious to see how Key can adjust to a very run-heavy, sorry, what should be a very run-heavy team. Um, I say that every year. (laughs) Um, It never seems to work out that way. But again, I
1: will will go on record saying it should be a very run-heavy team. And the ultimate question always is, every season, does this mean Stefanski no longer calls plays? He was—he's supposed to be giving up play calling.
0: I mean, you have a a well-established offensive coordinator now, so maybe, maybe I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> we never know. I don't know.
0: Kevin Stefanski going to do with Kevin? He's very much like Dan Campbell, just, <laughs> just like your average guy, though. Like he's going to tell you everything you want to hear, but at the end of the day. Kevin Stefanski going to do what Kevin Stefanski going to do.
1: He's like, yeah, the the off-brand version of, of Dan Campbell.
0: With zero caffeine no. in his system. Maybe negative caffeine. He might take anti-caffeine pills every morning.
1: And maybe the most shocking hire of the entire carousel, the Steelers bring in offensive genius, Arthur Smith.
0: <laughs> the Steelers just hired Matt Canada
1: Jr. <sighs> maybe worse. Like, they knew they got the right...
0: Like, What about the offense of the Atlanta Falcons did the Steelers like last year so much that they wanted to hire the guy who schemed that offense?
1: So I think the clear answer is they're going to draft a first-round running back that they don't want to use. And what better guy to bring in than Arthur Smith? That's fair. They think George Pickens' future wideout one, current wideout one, guess what? Should be wideout seven. We don't want to use him. In fact, let's bench him. Pat
0: Fryermuth, Solid tight end. Let's bring in a guy like Janu Smith to be our number one, though. Darnell Washington, your time to shine, bud. Honestly, I wouldn't hate that. I love that. I I thought he'd get a lot more playing time last season. So in that in
1: that statement, that means Pat Fryermouth is the guy. <laughs> of course. You draft Darnell in the sixth round and he doesn't play at all. But the Muth just dominates. The Muthmeister. See, yeah, I've seen People say that he had a great season as OC in Tennessee. What? Yeah, with Derrick Henry? When all you had to do was hand the ball off to prime Derrick Henry. <laughs> Who can't it's call pretty, those plays? I could have done that. You need one I, play.
0: I could be the Steelers' offensive coordinator right now, is yeah. what that means.
1: Halfback dive and uh, some play action occasionally.
0: Maybe you run a counter. Maybe you run a power. Oh, let's not get too cute here. Come on. Maybe you run a power. Come on now. Just to get an extra block. Pull a out guard, there. maybe.
1: Bring a fullback in. Never to the outside. You're never running a stretch or a toss. So I think the clear consensus is this is just another fall guy for Mike Tomlin. Definitely got to be right.
0: If they even, I mean, it took him four years to fire Matt Canada, uh, so fair point. We'll see how long it takes to fire Matt Canada senior. And then uh, the
1: last thing here is Ben Johnson staying in Detroit. Believe. But he said he wanted to finish the job after they their loss. True, to, to but San you Fran. also
0: said rumors. Rumors
1: have it that. Uh, he maybe overplayed his hand a little bit. He was asking for Jim Harbaugh. Before Jim Harbaugh got that money. Yeah. He won a $16 million a year, allegedly. Which as a, still what, two-year OCO? Well,
0: I will say, as a, this is, also could have been like Dan Campbell hyping his boys up, too. Fair point. like, like he's a great OCO. Hey, you're worth, you're worth 16 a year, man.
1: He's like, oh, you know what, I am. I am
0: I'm just hyping up. Let me ask. Dan for it. Campbell's in there, just headbutting the wall, telling him that he's worth sixteen million. Meanwhile, he's he's going to make him stay the whole time. Yeah, he's like, but we can only afford to give you two hundred k.
1: Look, if I if I was GM, I'd pay you everything.
0: Yeah, but that's
1: out of my control, bud.
0: Yeah, if I was a GM, I would cut my contract in half and split it amongst the both of you. I wouldn't even get paid. Yeah,
1: I'd I do this for free. Give it all to you, man. Then he just slams his head. In the I, I love the again. game that much. And then let's see, award wise here, two came out, of course. As probably had to have happened, Demar Hamlin, comeback player of the year. Does he get released? Yeah, practice squad guy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it.
0: You, you got to give it to him. I mean, he did. Re, I mean, he was revived from the dead. Yeah. He was deceased for like ten minutes,
1: technically. Yeah. So,
0: but the fact that he can play football is impressive. But did he actually play?
1: Like, I think he got into three games, like four tackles, that one weird fake punt that <laughs> <laughs> never should have happened. I don't even think
0: he was expecting that. He shouldn't have. Yeah, I don't know. That was a weird move. Uh, but, yeah, it is what it
1: is. And then most improved, which I didn't know actually the NFL did. I
0: didn't know that either. I thought uh, that was
1: comeback player of the year. Yeah. It's not. It's Baker Mayfield now. Who was, who was most improved last year? Honestly, this might be the first year they've done it
0: they did it because they knew Demar was going to win comeback player of the year. They're like we need a we need to give the real the real guy the the award
1: here. So, past wow, we're way off. But I think it's 2000. What? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> so who was it last year? We may have written him off. Oh my god. Well, is there a most uh, most reverted
1: player? Because yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need to be writing him off again, apparently, because that's the only way he performs.
1: Uh, before that, Cordero Patterson, Trayvon Diggs, Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill, George Kittle, Jared Goff, uh, Kirk Cousins in 2015, Le'Veon Bell, Des Bryant, Arian Foster. Okay. Was this like the
0: runner-up for Opoy Award? Seems to be, yeah. Like, like what? What did? When did Des
1: Bryant? Like he was great forever. Same as the NBA. Le'Veon Bell was always good. Like, like Ja was a, pretty much an all-star, and then won MIP the next season. Uh, yeah, I guess. No, Baker actually deserves it. Gino Cousins deserved it. Probably deserved it. Yeah. Like Frank Gore, Josh Allen, Frank Gore in '06. Prime Frank Gore. <laughs> Drew Brees in 04?
0: Maybe 04. That was the year after his rookie year, right? Yeah, probably. But but Josh Allen?
1: Josh Allen in 2020, which would have been his second year, right? Yeah. His rookie year was awesome. Eh, I don't think he improved enough to win most improved, but Yeah, I don't know how this has fallen past my radar for my entire lifetime. Uh, probably because of who they are. You're like that's yeah. not a real award. Fair point, yeah. The first ever most improved player, Randy Moss. <laughs> Tom Brady. No, no, Jeff Garcia in 2000. Probably a legit winner. 01, Cordell Stewart. Legit winner. Chad Pennington. Wow. 03, Journeyman legend John Kitna. (laughs) Derek Anderson in 07 for the Brownies. Most improved. Yes, sir. Wow. The the (sighs) more you know. Yeah, apparently. Let's see, IR-wise here. Uh, We'll have to make a note of that to add to our predictions for next year. Uh, Write it down, Shane. Make sure we don't forget that. (laughs) Um, Only really one significant injury going into the Super Bowl and the bye week, of course. Chiefs, D.E., Charles O'Manahu torn ACL. Definitely not going to play. Tough to lose on that pass rush. Outside of that, nobody listed on the Niners report.
0: I did see that they might be benching Chase Young. Yeah, it, it came as a shock to me. Uh, saying that he's missed, he misses a lot of snaps. They're starting to see him as a liability. I thought he was playing pretty good. For
1: watching the game, yeah.
0: I mean, maybe he is out. I mean, I didn't, I'm didn't. i not snap counting, obviously, but I feel like there are a lot of times where he's not on the field.
1: But... Well, I think by taking plays off, they mean like he's on the field, but taking, no the, effort. taking the play off. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Which in that case, I mean, I'll have to go back and watch like the actual film. But, I mean, yeah, in a Super Bowl, you got to bench the guy, right? Yeah, I mean, that's your Kadarius-Toney defense. If you're in the NFC Championship game and you're not giving full effort on every single play, then you shouldn't be out there. Simple as that. I agree.
0: Couldn't agree more. Time for the film room. Now, again, we are just doing divisional round recaps, and we will be saving our Super Bowl for the bye week next week.
1: I'm thinking full positional breakdowns, who's got the edge where, coaching advantages. It's a Super Bowl show. Correct. So I can't wait to. And see we'll what be kind smoking of, Super Bowl sticks. What kind of great takes, Shane will have? Bingo.
0: There's going to be some great ones. He's probably hoping Kadarius Tony plays to really balance out that wide those probably wide receiver Super Bowl Rams. MVP. I'd say. Imagine.
1: Biggest redemption of all time. Imagine. Tie game. Hail Mary. You think it's going to be Kelsey surely, right? Tony jumps in front of him, <laughs> wide open. Steals the game winning touchdown. But he was offsides. <laughs> oh the game is over. <laughs> it was fourth down. There's a minute left and they kick a game winning field go and lose. <clears throat> AFC NFC, where do you want to start? The AFC one was first. Well, let's go in order then. Is Lamar a fraud? No. Are the Ravens frauds? No. Is anybody but the Chiefs frauds? Hang on, the Chiefs are frauds? Is anybody, except the Chiefs, are they all frauds except Kansas City?
0: No, I don't think the Ravens are frauds. I think they had a very terrible scheme going into the game. They ran the ball 11 times against the worst rushing defense in the league. Only six handoffs. Correct. That's a bad scheme. How does that happen? There's a reason why no one's calling for the Ravens OC right now to get a head coaching job.
1: And at a certain point after 24 straight pass plays and saying at halftime, how does Harbaugh not step in and and uh you know, put his foot down? Now, I know the Chiefs are stacking the box. Great game plan. Make them throw the ball. And I will say the
0: second half, the Ravens were lighting it up through the air. Oh yeah they were just refusing to get in the end zone and lamar had a couple of egregious turnovers
1: oh, man that triple coverage interception was just brutal yeah that was him trying to i feel like teams really press when they play kc because of the mystique of kc yeah you think you have, if there's any time left at all and we give the ball back they're going to win it's like the brady effect so you press like we saw josh allen do we've seen lamar do Anybody who plays the Chiefs does, except Brady. Yeah. You abandon your game plan, abandon what got you there, and try to play Hero Ball. And against a great Chiefs defense, yeah it didn't work out. Not the team to do it against, that's for sure. Um the Zay Flowers. Crucial play. Maybe play of the game.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so I get it. I understand you want to get that score. I really do. You want to be the guy. You want to be. Oh, I muscled in. I got that. We won the game. But it's okay if you go down. There wasn't zero seconds left on the clock. You didn't have no timeouts. Like, it's okay if you go down. Like, if anything, it's better because then you get to kill more kill clock, more,
1: more time. Yeah.
0: And again, that's why I feel like it's kind of a coaching fail. Is. You're you've got to be telling them now's the time to make the play, something like that. Like you don't you're not sticking the ball out two yards away trying to reach into the end zone if the someone's not telling you that you need to be a playmaker. See, I mean, again, it was just scheme versus scheme. The Ravens' scheme was terrible.
1: And even if, like, keep throwing the ball, it's cool, but they were all deep balls. All of them. Work some slants, man. Lamar's standing back there way too long. Run the ball so you can run play actions. That's what the Ravens did all year. Even if you get stuffed on first and second down, you're going to break one open. Run RPO. Let Lamar get moving. Yeah, something. It was just so frustrating to watch. And again, like, nothing against the KC defense, but legit, not a good rush defense. Whether they stack the box or not. Trust your O-line. Yeah. You've beaten every other team this season. The same way. Nine 500-plus teams? Beat them all by double digits? Were they all terrible rush defenses? There's no way. No. You just run the damn ball. You panic at home. And maybe it all started pregame when Justin Tucker and Kelsey Mahomes kind of got into it there. Well, really just Kelsey got into it. And that's
0: what he needed, apparently. A little fire under his ass. Yeah, I don't know. That whole situation's weird, too. Tucker was stretching. Had his little kick holder thing down there. Yeah, he had everything set up. like that's. He says he does it every game. It's never been an issue. He had talked to Mahomes about it. Mahomes and him have both agreed that it wasn't an issue. Here comes Travis Kelsey storming, picks up everything right there on the ground and just throws it. His and helmet I, included. I believe... I want to say Pat's hand towel was mixed in there.
1: Probably, yeah. He just saw red. Something.
0: Throwing everything. And that was that. And then Justin Tucker said, I mean, yeah, I do that every game. No hard feelings. I don't think anything egregious of it. And then Travis goes on his podcast saying Justin Tucker's a fucking dick. Which no one's ever said about Justin Tucker. No, he's the nicest guy in the league. Yeah and i could be taking that out of context it could have been a joking thing i didn't hear the clip i'm just just reporting the news guys so if all the new heights fans out there i love the kelsey brothers
1: i do and if, I Travis, love both if, of them. if he was serious jason would have shut that down exactly surely so, so it was probably a little more joking than we think either way though he was 11 for 11 on targets and catches 116 a score that wild diving third down, whatever that was, classic Mahomes yeah. Kelsey. Uh, uh, the, unfortunately, can only tie the multi touchdown game postseason now until next year, unless he retires. He said post game when they're celebrating, I could do this for eleven more years, Pat. Uh, he said that,
0: but unless T Swizz says when that ankle started hurting, he also said this
1: sucks. That naturally, so he's not going to get any healthier the older he gets.
0: Correct. So we'll see what happens in the offseason. They win. It's a good time to go out. They win. And as the script says, he proposes post game on the field. As soon as the, the confetti drops. <laughs> but they accidentally drop the Niners
1: confetti. Which is pretty similar colors, though, to be fair.
0: Yeah, but there's that gold in there. Everybody's like, what's that?
1: That gold for a wedding ring.
0: The banner drops and it says, 49ers <laughs> win the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, they just completely mess it up like they did the Thanksgiving thing it was like a complete blowout, though. It's like 42-7, and they still the, dropped the wrong They banner. should have taken the old banner down by now. Yeah. I just want to see that something like that happen one time. Just a complete botch. Someone's getting fired. Yeah. Publicly shot on TV. Like the, like the turkey legs. Yeah. Like, that was a complete botch, and how it was you, pretty funny. How do you mess
1: that up? I think it was pretty funny. Now The funniest thing possible would be the Chiefs do win. He does propose. She says no. And she says no. Then what? Could there be a more awkward moment? On you, did, you just won a Super Bowl. You should be elated. And then you get <sighs> publicly turned down in front of the entire world. Probably 100 million people. Maybe 3 billion people watching. With the
0: Swifties involved and the Im- well, I wasn't going to say with the <laughs> m M&M fans, but... <laughs> hey, too soon,
1: too soon. <laughs> yeah, man, just for the Ravens to do everything possible, He hold Casey to 17 points, none in the second half. And you still go down at home, in front of your crowd. It's tough. That's the one seed after a, almost a perfect season. That's tough. MVP season for Lamar. Should probably still win MVP. He will. Postseason doesn't affect that, I don't think. Yeah, it comes down to the turnovers, killer, and just abandoning your entire game plan. Not even abandoning your game plan, just not having the right
0: one. They never abandoned the run because they never started yeah, they the never run. started to,
1: yeah. Very weird. Man, imagine if Lamar would have scored on that deflected pass that he then caught. What a... Best play of all time, would have been, right? Yeah,
0: even just getting 10 yards was a great play.
1: But it'll be forgotten about they didn't win. I'll never forget. Nah, I will. <clears throat> I'll remind you. It's what I'm here for. But on the wall of takes over there. NFC. It's just as heartbreaking. Probably more, yeah, so. For probably you, more so. For you nerds. For any other fan out there. I was rooting for Brock. I mean, nothing against Brock. The guy's
0: in his second year and he's one of the most disrespected quarterbacks in the entire league. And the Niners get, I think, a lot. Probably way too much hate. So do the Chiefs, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. I get it because it's... Five years ago, we were, we were like, yes, Mahomes dethroned yeah, Tom Brady. It's the Warriors treatment. And now it's like, five get, years we later, bored. we hate
1: the Chiefs. We get bored too quick. I don't. We never respect greatness. We always hated Brady. Still hate LeBron. Like, who's... Built, who's we? The, the na- everybody. The nation.
0: Yeah, well, the nation isn't me. Because I've always respected Brady,
1: and I respect greatness whether I like him or not. As a kid, I hated Brady. And then once I realized and started paying attention to the game, like how could you hate this guy? You're witnessing something you're probably never going to see again, unless Mahomes. keeps we are keep his pace. Yeah, that's probably why everybody hates Mahomes now we, we still leg- hate Brady. legitimately
0: though. Brady 2.0. But ugh, I mean, now we're going to see in some ways better. Now we're going to see Brady commentating Mahomes football games.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for that. You're double downed on the hate. Especially if Brady sucks, the commentator. I don't think he will. He can't, right? He can't. He might not be Olsen, who I love. I love Olsen. But he can't suck.
0: I agree with you. We talked about it pre show. Make it a three man crew. You
1: don't have to get rid of Olsen. Bring them both in. Why not? They can compliment each other. Probably. They should. They're both very smart guys, very entertaining guys. At least Olsen is. I, th- I think Brady will be. Should be. After a year off. You know, out there. Whatever he was doing out slaying there. Slaying 20-year-old models. I'd like to think so. Hanging out with Gronk, probably. On a boat somewhere. Now, maybe he takes another year off. Him and Bill. Now that Bill's got some free time on his hands. Rekindling that friendship. Ah, all right, NFC. Uh, rekindling probably doesn't need to happen. I believe him and Bill have probably stayed Yeah, there in was touch. all that drama about when he left. Oh, they never got along. Never really liked each other. Just worked well together. That was all speculation. After twenty years and six rings, really, they got along. Yeah. All right. Um, a lot of things to go over here. Uh, first half, Lions completely dominate on the ground. <coughs> One fifty. I mean, no pushback.
0: There has never been a team in 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 a champion like a conference championship game since they started. To overcome a 17-plus point deficit at halftime and win the game. Until now. Until
1: now. So the Lions setting records again. And just not in a good way. First half, 24-7. Now you never think the game's going to be over, but it looks pretty good. You guys dominated on both offense and defense. You hold the Niners to seven points at home. Pretty impressive. As not really a great defense. Fun fact. if
0: so if the mathematically speaking if the lions were to get a field goal at the end of every drive they had so normally you get 10 offensive possessions per team per game so if the niners or if the the lions had a field goal on the five possessions they had in the second half the niners could have scored a touchdown on every single drive they had in the second half and it would have still taken another half of football For them to outscore the
1: Lions. Mathematics don't always transfer over to the gridiron.
0: No, because Dan Campbell's a dummy.
1: Now I guess we gotta start there, because this is where we kind of disagree a little bit. I know. Now, is he did he make the right calls? No. But I think honestly, there are two worse calls than not kicking the field goals.
0: Like the handoff to Amon Ra
1: was a terrible play call. No, I don't
0: disagree. There were a lot of terrible play calls as well, but you got to take the points in the playoffs.
1: Now, here's my thing.
0: Depending we, on where you're at. I mean, if it's a 55-yard field goal,
1: then whatever. But if it's 40 and in, take the points every time. The second one I would have kicked, probably. But we just bitched about the Ravens abandoning what they did all year. Where it's a line stuck to what they did, what got them there. And they were very good at all year, including the postseason. And we bitched them for... Not well, changing things up. I
0: will also say the Ravens weren't losing games because they were running the football either.
1: Did Detroit lose a game prior to this where Dan Campbell's just yes. making cost them?
0: Every game they lost. The Cowboys game. Which they won, really. No, they didn't. Should have won. They lost. I don't, I don't think anybody blames DC for that one either. Which makes no sense. I mean, yes, the refs made a bad call, but at the same time, don't do it again. Do it three more times. You missed the first one, got bailed out by a Cowboys penalty. You got it, bad penalty call. And you're behind where you, you're you at the seven-yard line. Seven yards? I bet you they weren't averaging seven yards per play that game. Against Dallas or against
1: the Niners? Against Dallas. Uh, no, couldn't have been that much. That wouldn't have shocked me the way we were playing there at the end of the year. So, let's see here. So, 24-10. Uh, Niners got the ball second half, Kick the field goal. Fourth and two uh, from the 28-yard line. Up 14, 28, make the play call, Reynolds is open, great play call, he drops it. Retrospectively, say, all right, kick the field goal, go up three scores again. Even I see it. Not even retros- I I say kick the field goal every time. If you're up, just keep adding points. Well, there's one thing the math doesn't factor in. And that's the efficiency of your place kicker. On 45-plus yard kicks, Michael Badge 9 for 20 in his career. How far was that field goal? 45 yards. Both okay. of them would have been. He got picked up from the practice squad in week 15.
0: Gotta Look, try. if you have Vinatieri... No, okay, if that's the case, then why even have a kicker? You don't need him. You go you for do, it, obviously. You go for it. That's so, like, no. If you have a kicker, if your kicker's hurt, yeah, you have to go for it. In the playoffs, you have
1: to try. How many times have we seen teams take their foot off the gas pedal and end up losing? Because they tried not not to lose the game, but try not to win. I got that backwards. They try to, to win the game. You know what I'm trying to say here. They're playing not to lose rather than to win. How is points? You're up two scores. You're killing them. They can't stop you. Could have been you up made, three the, you made the right play call. It's, you've gotten there all year. You've been great at it all year. On fourth and three or less, they were fifty for twenty all year, including two for two in the postseason.
0: Okay, but let me ask you something. How many of those were deep balls to Josh Reynolds? Three,
1: four. Probably one. Maybe. How about a seven-yard catch? He should have caught that ball.
0: I'm not saying he sh- I'm not saying he shouldn't have. Now, again, that one I think you go for, but you're at 14, put a dagger in. if you're fourth and three, why are David Montgomery, Amon Ra, Sam Laporta, and Jameer Gibbs not the guys you're looking at? Why is it Josh Reynolds? He was open. The play call was there. You got to rely on your stars.
1: It's not like Reynolds is bad. He's been a quality wideout, two and a half, three all year. And again, he was open. The
0: play was there. And Amon-Ra was open half the game, and David Montgomery was averaging like five yards per rush. Let's see. They get the
1: ball back. Uh, if your s-
0: play calls to Josh Reynolds on fourth and three, it's not a good play call.
1: It doesn't matter who it is. They're open. They're open. He's on the team. For, he's a starter for a reason.
0: Kadarius Tony started all
1: year, and he's Bum of the Year. Okay, reigning defending Josh Reynolds, probably Bum of the Week candidate. Uh, if we went individual, he would be. Because he had more significant drops after that, too.
0: Did and he that, have any that one,
1: My question is on that is
0: how many drops did he have in the game in the first half?
1: Prior to that, I think none. But second half, the two crucial ones. So that one, I, I, I'm cool with that decision. Now, fourth quarter. Now you're down three. Fourth and three from the 30. Longer field goal, even. <sighs> I mean, that's still right around like 45. I'm, I'm cool taking the kick there because you're down. But I see where you couldn't stop the nine or second half. You want to play for the win, play for the lead. Again, you're confident in your team. That's a long, it's not a guaranteed kick. Moody already missed one. You're outdoors. In San Fran, pretty windy. It's not the worst call well, ever.
0: Jake Moody hasn't been the best kicker all year either.
1: Well, he hasn't been terrible. Eh, he's not been great. Either way, if you, if you put a kicker out there and he misses, then we're crucified Dan Campbell for not sticking to his guns. No, then we're blaming the kicker. Because that's their job. A great kicker, yes. But a guy who's less Any kicker. a guy who's less than fifty percent from that distance. The math says you don't make that you don't take that chance. All right. Again, on the road, when you cannot stop KC, you gotta go for the lead. Gotta go so for then, the win.
0: So then you draft a kicker. You can't rely on fourth down conversions forever. You draft one now. Or sign one when they if,
1: did, Michael Badgie, week fifteen. Yeah, but why? Apparently nobody else out there.
0: I'm saying, why sign a kicker at all if you're never, if you know, mathematically speaking, they knew his stats before they signed him, right? They better have, yeah. So it's like, if you know you're not going to let him kick the ball, why even sign one?
1: Well, if you're inside the two-yard line, maybe you maybe kick. You're definitely not, if you're inside the two, you're going for it. Yeah, if you're up 22 points, maybe. Still going for
0: it. Dan Campbell could be down 22 points and he's going for it. He could be tied. Well, oh, down, yeah, you got to. It's tied going for it, even going for it, whatever. Up three, he's going for it. Down three, he's going for it. He's never not going to go for it. And My, that's going to be his downfall. That's all I'm telling you.
1: And you told me last week, which I know is why you're so happy it happened that way, because you could be right yet again. You're a Dan Campbell notorious hater.
0: I don't hate Dan Campbell. Dude, come on.
1: You hate I just think at some point you have to start making smarter decisions. You can't treat the title game like it was week 10. I get that. But he's not the sole reason they lost. He's not, honestly, probably even the third reason they lost. No,
0: I agree. There was a lot of execution issues.
1: Jameer Gibbs, the first play when they get the ball back, fumbles.
0: Oh, well,
1: overrated. But rated or not, fumbles a fumble. I don't know. Next play, the Caffrey scores. No. That's the main thing is they could not stop San Fran second half. I don't know what
0: changed. San Fran was running the same offense. Yeah. Uh, a lot of luck.
1: A lot of missed tackles. That I, oh, the defense fell apart. Couldn't tackle anybody. No pass rush anymore. And then that crazy Iuke. Should have been a pick off the guy's face mask. Great play. Great catch. 51 yards. Set up a touchdown. But a lot of things went against Detroit there, and it was not just Dan Campbell. And if they make those kicks, they might still lose. Uh Maybe. And more egregiously, I think, yeah, the other play call that I think is worse than not taking those kicks is handing the ball off in the goal line, having to waste a time out there. On what, it was second down, third down? Yeah. Pass the ball, you have another play left if you don't convert, and you save your time out. And he admitted that one was on him. He's always owned up to his faults. The ones that are convenient. That's actually pretty inconvenient.
0: Well, ones that are... Clearly bad play calls and not subjective at all, he'll own up to because he knows that, yeah, that was a bad play call. Going forward on every single fourth down in his entire career, that's
1: dumb. You know what? I like being aggressive. Get There's the a difference
0: far. between aggressive and
1: dumb. I don't think either one was that dumb. You can at least make a case for either one. And again, in my opinion, cool, go for it.
0: But make sure it's Sam Laporta, amon Ra, David Montgomery, or Jameer Gibbs. We said Gibbs is overrated, though. He is, but he's still produced quite a bit. I don't think he's overrated. He had one bad fumble. A great rookie Terrible, terrible football player. (laughs) We'll
1: put that on the wall of takes, too.
0: But you can't double cover all of them. One of them will be open, and you know they will catch the football. Reynolds was open, though. But Reynolds is not your star. Yeah, you expect Reynolds to make that play, but I'll be honest, even if Amon Ra has half a yard of separation,
1: I'm still throwing him the ball. You can't force things like that. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Why? Then, then he gets incomplete, Then you blame him. Oh, he's fucking triple covered. Why throw to him? Because Josh Reynolds is going to drop I don't care if it, it was Stone Hands Shane out there. If he's open, I'm giving him the rock
0: you got to target your stars on fourth down, especially in the playoffs. Look, fourth and 12, sure. Fourth and one.
1: Well, you're tush-pushing. Uh, if you're the Eagles. Again, not to take away from San Fran, because they played great second half. And they earned it yet again. Uh, they definitely
0: need to... A pair of uh, close games. They definitely need to make sure they play a good first
1: and second yeah, half. You can't go down 17 to Pat Mahomes. Two weeks. Or I guess uh, a week. Week and a half, by the time you guys hear this. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready for the full preview show next week. It's going to be good. Any other takeaways here you want to go over? No, that's pretty much it. Did the lines ever make it back to this point? Oh, man. because Campbell said post-game, guys, there's no promise we get back here. You're not a dog no more. Keepers are coming for you now. The NFL is tough to get back. Yeah, it's very rare to double
0: down. few teams, I mean, the Niners and the Chiefs are really the only teams doing it right now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they're definitely a playoff team.
1: But, I don't know. Just think this great game wouldn't have happened if they would have called DPI Rams-Saints 2018 NFC title game. Whole different story.
0: Who is Dan Campbell at that point? Some, uh, Former
1: player. That's it. Tight end coach still somewhere. I uh, want to go break for NBA. Uh, yeah. Yeah, an hour here. Hour twenty. Oh, I like it. I like it. All right, episode seventy-three. Back after this. All right, first month of twenty twenty-four. Pretty much in the books now. Diet still going strong. No pop.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've I've had like. I think two pops.
1: Doesn't count. Two for the month, that's nothing.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I figured, you know, I had one at the Royal Rumble. Naturally. Had to have a pop. Dude. At least one. If there wasn't any brews. Got to have at least a pop. A little daddy soda. But uh, and then I had one at work because it was just a
1: rough day. You need a little pick-me-up. Yeah. yeah. So You got to treat yourself. That's it. Either way, though, feeling good. Yeah. Getting back in shape. Been drinking a lot of
0: cran grape.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. Good for your uh, digestive kidneys. health, I think. Yeah, good and for your kidneys. Definitely help them out some, yeah. So. Workout-wise, how are we feeling?
0: Uh, just still doing body weight stuff. I think it's going pretty
1: well. Thighs really? are a little sore. No gym time yet, though, right? No. Gym sucks, man. I hate going back there. It's Especially right down. now, it's super yeah, crowded. it's kind of slow, because, of course, people go for two weeks, and then,
0: Drop. Super crowded. New Year's resolutions still need to be hit.
1: And crowded or not, there's always people that take up 15 things at once. Yeah,
0: they got their towels sitting on something, but it's super sweaty. They Can't forget phones to... Phones
1: up filming.
0: They forget to wipe down
1: stuff if you're at like a Planet Fitness. Poor etiquette. Yeah. There should be a solution where you can just get around that, but still get a good workout in. Well, I got one. Talk to me, Goose. We allowed to say that on air? I don't think it's trademarked. Might be. We can quote... We've
0: quoted movies before. Well, they have to make... We are quoting that, not using that
1: as our own. That's from Top Gun. Yeah, so... Tom Cruise, 1986,
0: I think. 86, 91, Either way, Top Gun. It's all the same. The Top original Gun.
1: Top Gun. Not an original thought by Austin Hayes. Correct. Not very
0: many original thoughts in there. But it's all just I, movie I quotes. A lot of movie quotes.
1: That one might be my most often quoted It's
0: line. definitely is. But uh, anyways... The solution to you is Evan Keaton, Ace Certified Personal Trainer. Sounds professional. Ace Certified. So meet the guy at the gym, I think get it's a workout in? or That's a possibility. Okay. Uh, he can come to you. Uh, that'd be great, but I don't have the equipment here. With a small travel fee, by the
1: way. Naturally. Uh, he has equipment. He brings the gym to me. He'll bring the gym to you. And his expertise. And his expertise. Now, if I want to get swole, if I want to cut weight. Whatever you desire. He's got it all. Nutrition advice? That's what happens when you're ACE certified It goes a long way. He's not
0: A-certified in nutrition. I don't know if they do that or not. But, uh, eh, maybe. He knows a thing or two about about nutrition.
1: About a lot of things. Yeah. And if I want to get in contact with Evan Keaton?
0: Uh, You can email him at allthingsfitness15 at gmail.com. His cell phone number, 937-308-6324. Or his website, allthingsfit.org, where you will also find all of the information about his fitness classes at intensity levels of low, medium, and like intense, hard. I don't I forget what the exact terminology it's intense, is. I think high intensity. High, low, medium, high is what it is. That and I is. have
1: to ask of course, are there any videos on that website?
0: Um I haven't checked since we started making that joke, but there could be.
1: You maybe, capitalize maybe on Maybe you thought it was a good idea. You should overlay that clip, audio, with some fitness video. That would be pretty epic, actually. <laughs> and mutual promotion, you know. <clears throat> we scratch our back; we'll scratch yours.
0: Yeah, I've been trying to talk him and Trey to start a podcast about their Marvel
1: and Star Wars content that they do. That'd be dope. We I haven't gave them the name. You Oh, wow. Yeah. You, you came in creative like that?
0: No. So they, they already have names, so I just combined the the names.
1: Okay, so little, little bit creative. Yeah, and you then I the said it'd be,
0: it'd be super easy to make a logo because they already both have logos. So you just take the first half of one and the second half of the other, just put it together. Super team. Sounds easy to me. I mean, I don't know anything about making logos, but
1: there's a thing called Fiverr for that.
0: That seems like hey, I mean, they made their own logo, so they should know that they could how to cut it, I guess, in half and put a new one that on.
1: Seems there. simple enough.
0: Like I said, from the outside of looking in, two minutes maybe. And hey, I mean,
1: be down to go on that show. We love Marvel. Yeah, exactly. We dabble in Star Wars. They dabble in sports. It's not a little cross. Well, I
0: love Star Wars.
1: I, much more than me, but I, I, yeah. I dabble. You hate
0: Star Wars. You're
1: former lover. Star Wars hater. Overrated. We'll leave it at that. Not really. But, but hey, they can crucify me on the show if we ever go on.
0: Uh, or they crucify you Just in, in the yard. Yeah, for being terribly out of shape. <laughs>
1: Let's go to the NBA here. First things first, all-star starters got announced. First things first, Mark Gasol retired. Hall of Famer? Probably. NBA's a little less strict. I think he should be in there, right?
0: Champion, multiple-time defensive player of the year. Uh, Obviously, some all-NBA first teams, uh, defensive first teams, second teams, third teams. Uh, Pau Gasol's brother. Should be enough to get in there. Notable achievement. Yeah. Um, So one of his championships should count, so I'll go ahead and say he has two. Because I'm sure he was there in the building.
1: Closely associated.
0: On an active roster. Yeah. So he should get at least one.
1: Yeah, no, I think he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Either way, excellent career. What, 17, 18 years? Forever. Like, as long as I've been alive. Pretty much, Mark Gasol. The three
0: things have been the thing: Mark Gasol, death, and taxes.
1: I was going to say the Gasol brothers, the Lopez brothers, the and taxes. probably the Plumley brothers too. Honestly, I don't even know what their age range is in the Plumley world. I think the oldest is about sixty-eight right now. Youngest, I think, is just turned seven. Probably future star. Probably already in the NBA. We'll do an all brothers draft over the off season of NFL. <laughs> we need some content there for sure. That's tough. It is tough.
0: You have to take the, the, like you're drafting a pair, not one brother at a time? Or do you have to take, ooh, uh, have we could do either pairs? way.
1: We could do either way. I was thinking think could to take, take a pairs. pair. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably more fun, right? Kelsey Brothers 101? Sports wise, got to be.
0: I mean, are, are we, we doing?
1: We did a Brothers thing before, right? Like top five? I think
0: it was top five, yeah. In any think sport. Kelsey was one. I think the NHL guys were up there.
1: Yeah, there's three of them, all Hall of Famers. Yeah, Kelsey. Especially if he gets a third ring now. I'm sure there's some baseball boys. Oh, definitely. Kelsey's got to be top NFL one though. Got to be
0: NBA. I mean,
1: a lot of good ones.
0: Nothing outstanding. Yeah, but nothing though.
1: like no, no, no. Nothing cares to Jason and Travis for no. sure. Probably the Gasols, Honestly.
0: Yeah. It's definitely not the Morris brothers. Oh my God, no! Does Luca have a
1: brother? <laughs> <laughs> Probably has at least not playing basketball, but has a brother.
0: We'll take them. I'll take the I'll take the Doncic brothers. I take uh Brownie's kids. Uh, Brown's kids. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Obj's kids.
1: <laughs> Brownie's future kids. <laughs> what? You mean Brownie's siblings? Well, now I'm saying, also, we'll take Bronny's future oh. kids. <laughs> okay. Great gene pool there. Yeah, true. Can only get better, right? Should. <laughs> I think if you take uh, Gretzky's brother, I think Brent, scored like two goals. Doesn't matter. Ever. You have Wayne Gretzky. But they're the highest, of course, because you got Wayne. Yeah, that's all you need.
0: That's a funny. They're the highest scoring brother duo in NHL yeah. history. <laughs> <laughs> by, by default, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> At least the other one has two goals though.
1: He contributed. Yeah. Yeah. Could be two less. It could be, but he he got on the ice. That's what counts. And scored twice. Imagine being Wayne Gretzky's brother. That'd be terrible. If I played hockey, it'd be horrible. Oh, how do we overlook Peyton and Eli? Very easily. They still trump Travis and, and Jason though, right? I don't know about that. Eli's worst of the four. But I think Peyton's probably the best of the four. At least for now. I don't know, dude. You
0: could argue that Jason Kelsey is the best center of all time. Phenomenal. And you could argue that Travis is the best tight end of all
1: time. In the argument. But five rings combined for Peyton and Eli? Four if
0: Kelsey wins this year?
1: And and counting. Uh, yeah. Maybe. We'll see.
0: Future show upcoming. We'll have to do that.
1: Um, I do want to mention the Tony Snell thing too. I think it's worth talking about real quick.
0: Yeah. Well, you said you wanted to mention Well,
1: it. as a show, <laughs> as a show we should mention it. You know, it was a 10 year uh-huh. to meet uh So yeah, he needs Severance. to be
0: signed by He needs to be signed to a roster by Friday. So by tomorrow while you guys are when you guys are hearing this uh to hit the 10 year um player package or whatever the the retirement benefits of that are. Um, He said he's really hoping for it, really relying on it. Uh, He has two disabled children. So hopefully somebody can, I mean, come on now. Get the 11th guy off your bench. Detroit, make a phone call. Defensive legend Tony Snell can definitely try and make some improvements there.
1: Monty ain't doing the job.
0: Uh, $78 million for what? (laughs) <laughs> Seven wins. They're even worse than last year. Which is hard to believe. It's crazy. Unless they go on a tear.
1: And yet, I, forget, I don't know the guy's name, but the guy on TikTok you keep sending me. Oh. Legend.
0: Absolute legend. And, and honestly, very accurate, very correct. Yeah, not
1: just hilarious, but...
0: Man. I, I couldn't break it down better myself. And I don't think he's trying to be funny. I think he's genuinely angry. Yeah.
1: As a basketball fan, you have to be.
0: Yeah, the, I mean... Now that football's, like, now, like, before I was, like, you know, digging into the matchups and everything, like, I kind of just ignored basketball. But now it's basketball time. It'll be,
1: yeah, Super Bowl's over with, um, post-All-Star break, NBA. So. things really start counting. Yeah, it's it's basketball time. And then draft time.
0: And then mock draft fantasy
1: time. And then we're right back in the next season.
0: So, yeah, brief, brief basketball time, but. There, uh, excited for MLB time. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, some signings here I want to talk about come spring training.
0: <clears throat> so that's um, upcoming too. i right? for that. Of course, spring training starts at the end of the month or early uh, in March.
1: Pitchers, catchers report. I think in like three weeks. Yeah. So springtime coming, weather warming up. One for of the some, best times of the year for some, but no, hopefully, all. hopefully here <laughs> we'll get
0: there. We haven't really had cold yet. Like it was ten, but like normally we get down zero, below yeah, no, zero.
1: No blizzards. A like little bit of slushy
0: crap yesterday
1: for a, for a couple days. And then,
0: yeah, we had that one, like, covered the yard Pretty much. Day. Yeah, that was about it. And it hung out for, like, a week.
1: Which means come the warm. end of March, we'll get seven inches. Yeah. As usual. Bust out the old snow, Joe. God, don't you? You wanted the snow just so you can use that again, right? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> now, the all-star starters.
0: Oh, man. Do you feel like anybody got snubbed first?
1: Um, I would have gone Brunson over Dame, personally. I think that was the main standout. Uh, I love that SGA got the nod. Yeah, it's
0: about time. So your Eastern Conference starters are Giannis, who is the captain, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Tyrese Halliburton, and Damian Lillard. Western Conference is LeBron, who is the captain again, Kevin Durant for some reason, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, and Shai Gilgis alexander
1: so your biggest snub. Hmm. I know you can make the case like LeBron and Katie probably shouldn't be starting, but who got snubbed for those two? Hmm. If, if anybody.
0: <clears throat> Kawhi, maybe Kawhi, you could probably make a case for, um, but the problem is it's so for the starters, it's 50% fan vote. Yeah. And then twenty five percent NBA players, twenty five percent media panel. So obviously, Kevin Durant, LeBron, Jokic, like the—they're never going to change as long as they're in the league. I mean, Jokic shouldn't clearly, but I do have the votes here. Um, some shocking, kind of shocking names on here, actually. So, front court and guards is how it's broken down. So, for the front court, um, fan rank, in order, LeBron, Jokic, Durant, Anthony Davis, Alperin Singum. I'm surprised he got so much fan vote,
1: but I love that dude.
0: Uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Victor, obviously, DeMontis, Sabonis, and Carl, Al- Carl Anthony Towns. Um... Honestly, Victor will probably be an all-star for some reason. Still trying to figure that one out. (laughs) Uh, The front court fan vote in order is Luka, Steph, Shai, Kyrie, Anthony Edwards, James Harden, De'Aaron Fox, Devin Booker, Ja Morant, and actually Jamal Murray was 13th. Well, he was eighth in the player rank and sixth in the media rank, so he's on here. So I don't know who the
1: actual ten is, but I would love to see Ant get a nod. But West front court, so as tough. a
0: starter, it's tough for yeah. sure. Uh, but anyways, now the Eastern Conference front court uh, in order: fan voting, Giannis, Tatum, Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, Jalen Brown, Paolo Bancaro, Kristaps. That seems odd. Fan vote. But uh, then Julius Randle, Bam Adebayo, and McCall Bridges. Uh, The guards fan vote is Tyrese Halliburton, Trey Young, then Damian Lillard, then Donovan Mitchell, then Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Derek White, Drew Holiday, LaMelo Ball, and DeMar DeRozan at 10. So, but Tyrese was one player, one in player rank, one in fan rank, and one in media rank. The only other person, well deserved. The only other person in the entire league that got the same voting like that is Giannis. Even in the West, nobody had one on everything. Like even LeBron, two for player, one for fan, and two for media.
1: Where was where's Jokic? Uh,
0: one, one, two. Two for media. No, two for fan, one for oh, media, one for player. LeBron, yeah. yeah. And even shy, was three for fan, but one for media, one for player. So, yeah, the only two, Tyrese and Giannis, for unanimous all-star starters, basically.
1: Yeah, for me, besides Brunson, really the only snub. Only clear snub. Yeah, for starter. Besides Victor, of course.
0: Yeah, I agree for starter. Um, But we'll see what the real all-star snubs are when the full, I don't know how they're doing it this year. It's East versus West, right? I was
1: going to ask you that. I think it, I like it better, East versus West.
0: I do. I do, too. Like The, the
1: pick the team was
0: fun. It was fun for, probably more fun for the players, but yeah. I feel like East versus West is more fun for the fans. Yeah, I agree. So, I, th- I believe they're going back to that. They are. So, we'll see. I even forget how this part works.
1: Uh, it changes almost year by year, So <laughs> seemingly. Yeah, we'll see. Either way I'll take the over. Yes. Um, on court, Lucas seventy three points. The most since Kobe's eighty one. Got very efficient. I think I was he shot say like thirty like stupid amount.
0: Four shots, I think, something like that. And
1: uh, didn't need thirty free throws either.
0: No, he did not. But he's not also not hurt either,
1: so well, allegedly. It yeah. wasn't forced to play hurt.
0: And I th- he had did he have double digit rebounds too? I think
1: it was like yeah. 73, 14, and like nine. Imagine a 73 point triple double. I think game score wise, it was like third highest all time. Uh, behind Jordan and I want to say Jokic, even. I believe so, yeah. It's outrageous and doing it all pretty much by himself. Um, The past 25 games, he's averaging like 37, 12, and 10 Crazy. on typical Lucas shooting. Yeah, like not the most efficient, but still sixty five percent true shooting, which is a lot more efficient than it feels like. Yeah, pretty much league leading, outside of like the guys that just catch lobs. Yeah, Jared Allen, uh, then Embiid, which you kind of touched on already, but
0: did you? I wish I wish Shane was here. Did we get Mr. Has the Mr. No details from what I've seen. Nothing yet. No,
1: but I know it's a different injury than what he was battling previously. So could be significant, definitely out of the MVP run, I would assume. I know by this point last year, he missed as many games as he's missed this year and still played 66. So maybe not. Not impossible, but this new unlikely. injury, I'd say definitely unlikely.
0: Uh, tough for the Sixers. Um, I don't really know what their ceiling is without him. Uh, That's a lot of offense that you're losing. I don't know if Tyrese Maxey can make up for all of it. Going to have to heavily rely on old uh, Tobias Harris.
1: And what better person to lean on, really?
0: It should be their number one
1: option, in my opinion. And I think even before losing Embiid, I'm putting them at the four now. I think the Knicks are good enough, especially lately, after getting OG, that they're the clear three. Yeah, I agree. Now, do you want to go team of the week or awards recaps?
0: Oh, we can do team of the week first. Mine will be pretty brief. Um, the Heat went four or one and four. Ouch! So they lost to the Grizzlies, Celtics, King or Knicks, Suns. Beat the Kings.
1: So what you're saying is Terry Rozier didn't help that much.
0: Uh, Terry Rozier has been terrible. Maybe not so scary Terry since anymore. Moving to Miami. Uh, I actually had stats pulled up. Let's see if I can get those back real quick.
1: He said from like 22 points a game to like 13 so far as a heat. Yeah, but I had it
0: broken down for just in Miami. So now that tonight's finished too, his points have dropped even lower. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so he went from 35 minutes to 29 minutes, which is not that significant. He went from 23 points to 10. And three rebounds, three rebounds, five assists to six assists. But his shooting in Miami has been awful. Um, Let's see. In Miami, he's shooting 38% from the floor overall, 35% from three, which is a career low. Well, sorry, except his rookie year where he was averaging less than one shot per game. So, uh, career low also other than his rookie year where he was averaging two shots a game, literally, for Boston uh, in field goal percentage. And currently, at least. But when he was in Boston, he was averaging eight minutes a game. So, yeah, it's not looking good. He's also averaging two fouls, two turnovers, and a... Semi-career
1: low in points per game. So. Uh, small sample size. Still time to turn things around. Right the ship. Sure. I wouldn't sell all my stock of Scary Terry yet. <laughs> but I wouldn't have bought any to begin with. My Clippers went the complete opposite. 4-1. and one, Beat the Lakers. Well, that's why I did that. So we're, you know, getting Both ends of the spectrum. You now equally balanced as all things should be. Beat the Lakers, Raptors, and Celtics. Lost to your Cavs. Naturally. And then beat the Wizards tonight, of course. Kawhi, in his past 25 games, shooting 60-40-90. It's impressive. And playing pretty much every game.
0: Fingers also crossed. Impressive. That's my bold prediction. Kawhi wants to play
1: basketball. Who would have thunk it? Yet again. New team of the week.
0: You know, I forgot to do
1: that part. Well, I'll go ahead and take the lead here real quick. <laughs> going with your Cleveland Cavaliers, 11-2 this month to uh, close a month out.
0: I'm just going to piggyback on that because I haven't picked them yet. Yeah. And now that I'm going to be watching ball, they're going to be the ones that I'm watching or targeting to watch.
1: Uh, they beat Detroit tonight in Garland's return to the court. Great game. And they go to Memphis, to the Spurs, and host the Kings. Again, And on fire. And now getting Garland back, too. Should Went out, realistically. And now, if, if it beats out for a while, maybe the Cavs go to four, Sixers to five. Maybe, yeah. Um, but before recap, though, I do want to go over MVP talk. Before the injury, and even now, I mean, he can still make the, the qualification. There's like five guys who would win MVP pretty much any other year.
0: Yeah, for all different reasons, and too. And I don't
1: know who, you, who the frontrunner is. Jokic, 26, 12, and 9. On 58%, 35%, 81% splits, 65% true shooting. And coasting. I mean, it makes it look so easy. Luca, 35, 9, and 10. 49%, 37%, 78%. With no help right now. But defensive liability lately. But playing 45 minutes a game. Nick Nurse may have taken over the Mavs coaching job. Shea, 31, 6 and 6. 55%, 34%, 89%. The league leader in steals and the best defensive rating among guards. And then Giannis. Dark horse, Depoy. Giannis getting no love. Never. Because we're, we're sick of him. It, it's Giannis, like. yeah. yeah. Same th- same treatment for Jokic. Yeah. The 31, 12, and 6. 60% shooting. Uh, typical Giannis, 28% from three. 66% from the strike, but 64% true shooting. And a, a defensive... I mean, top three guy in the league still. What's it come down to? Team success? Probably. I mean, in that pace, Luke is probably fourth because the Mavs are going to be 7-8 seed at best. Mm. Even getting back full health, probably. Maybe they go on a tear, but yeah, you're not wrong. I love Shea. Is it enough to take over MVP already? We like something new. And again, great two-way player.
0: Honestly, as far as well-rounded players go, in my opinion, Shea should be the favorite.
1: I agree, but media-wise, maybe other than Giannis, yeah, and stylistically, not as flashy as you know, Luca and, and Jokic, and even Giannis to a degree, but and then NBA. definitely very fun to watch if you like actual basketball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so only one guy can win. Do you like the idea of a, a West and East MVP? No, never. No, because I, nope. I, I want I love to have two of these guys be able to win. You know, Giannis and, and Jokic both. Why not?
0: Yeah, but even then, that doesn't that still doesn't solve your problem. It solves some it's of it. Giannis versus Embiid, and then Luka, Jokic and Shy versus each other. Great. You
1: get two guys that get to win.
0: Yeah, but it's not. I don't know, I feel like the West is so top-heavy in the conversation that it wouldn't really make anything better. The conversation would just change from a five-guy race to a three-guy race.
1: Which any other year it usually is. Yeah. Never just happen to have five. I don't even want to throw Tyrese in there. He's playing so well, but again, team success, and clearly not as good as these other five guys. Yeah. Um, Luca only like point four points behind Embiid now for the lead league. And probably gonna overtake that. Should. (sighs) We'll see come post All Star Break. Who makes their push as a team, who stays healthy. Hopefully all of them, because they're all so fun to watch. Then awards wise, it's been about like two months here, right? It's been a while, yeah. It's been a while since I could give my awards recap. There you go. It's been a while. Since Shane's been on the show.
0: <laughs> MVP. I had Jason Tatum. He is currently sitting at a plus 3,700. Um, if there is, I mean, obviously the team success is going to play in. Um, I expect his scoring to go up, his rebounding to go up, his assists to probably stay the same, and his defense to get better post-All-Star break. Still a chance. Long race ahead.
1: Hopefully he can pull it off. He is fifth behind those four guys mentioned. And then I got Giannis at plus 700. I think he's third. Um, same thing, though. like He's not going to win. He, he's got to average 40, 15, and 10 just to even get the votes. DPOY.
0: I got Drew Holiday, plus 9,500.
1: Long shot. Never
0: know. Long shot, but
1: I think underrated. A lot of those guys really are. If you're not putting up sexy block and, and well, Steel like,
0: Shy should be up there because he's leading the league in
1: steals. Yeah, he's not even, like, I don't think top ten. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I got Bam out of Less 3,500. I think he's now fourth. Um, again, I feel like also still kind of underrated overall. Can guard one through five easily. Rookie of the year. Uh, for...
0: Chet should win, should be the favorite. Victor's just way too overhyped. That's all it is. It's a hype competition.
1: I, I love Chet. I mean, I love Victor too, but just watch Chet Chet's and, and a better a basketball efficiency player. overall, yeah. And if Chet was seven three, imagine that.
0: Wait, seven one.
1: Yeah, but imagine two more. Come on, <laughs> another another, another
0: what six inch on the wingspan? Just that is all you need. To, the height yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah.
1: And also, you know, being on a better team helps too. Yeah. Um, I don't want to even, uh, I had a fellow named Scoot Henderson. You ever heard of him? G <laughs> League legend. There's only two guys you can actually bet on. And it's Chet and Victor. Because it's, unless they both, even if they both fell the face of the earth tomorrow, one of them is still going to win. Probably. Sixth man. Rui Hachimura plus one million. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta say it quickly, who again, no longer qualifies. At least he was not on the list. Which, if he did qualify, he would be on there. I would like to think so, but uh, no longer. Most improved. Wait, wait, wait. Isaiah quickly? Emmanuel quickly. Okay. That's like old Darius Geis, you know? Remember him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Point guard legend.
0: <clears throat> Most improved, I have Jamal Murray, who's also plus one million.
1: What you would think is the typical MIP qualifications. Yeah. You, he, you, he probably would have won. You, you know? miss a, a ton of games last year. You come
0: back putting up your 20 points per game without missing a ton of games this year. That's
1: it's pretty pretty big improvement. Now, current leader is Tyrese Maxey. And again, Shane Sharp not even listed. Nor should he be. Who's your best record pick? Uh, the Celtics. At the Suns. Not looking good there. ECF... I had Bucks over the Cavs. Bucks over, or I have Celtics over Bucks. And Western, I had the Nuggets over the Warriors.
0: I was the Suns over the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? Oh, that's not looking too great. <laughs> mm. And I had the Nuggets over the Bucks in the finals. Suns taking it, Jason Tatum finals MVP. Bold predictions. See, Suns taking it, but yet Tatum wins MVP? No, 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 Celtics. I okay. Seeds. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Bold prediction:
0: Damian Lillard first team All NBA All Star starters. A great great start gives me a little bit more hope than I had at the beginning of the year. I also have Shy on the second team. Flip flop these. I think I nailed it. I'll, I'll even give you that. Yeah, but I would love to see Damian Lord get his first first All Team All NBA.
1: My bull was Kawhi Leonard playing 65-plus games. We're on a good track. What's he at? Uh, he's he's played missed, probably most. More than, yeah, maybe missed five or six. Nice. Just, and that's not injury. This just taking nights off.
0: Yeah, That's just a rest.
1: Uh, do you recall Shane's? Um,
0: no. They're probably terrible. I want to say he said Giannis winning MVP in rookie. DPOY. DPOY. He did have that. I think he had Wimby for rookie of the year. Naturally. Uh, I thought his bold was something stupid, though. Uh, oh, man. Who did he pick for most improved? I th- he might have picked Maxie for most improved.
1: Uh, actually, I what want me? to say you're right. So he's on track to nailing that. No. Oh, no. It was
0: uh, Cam Thomas. It was. Yeah. Yep. 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 You're right. Yeah, it was Cam Thomas. Take it back. Not on track to nailing that. Correct. Um, six man. <sighs> did you guys both pick Emmanuel quickly?
1: He might have piggybacked on mine. We'll he recap that, next I week. I don't like recall. Maybe he picked Brogdon to double down. That also sounds right to me, though. Either way, hopefully when he's back next week, we'll uh, do a quick little rehash. Yeah, we can rehash his. Um, UFC-wise, really nothing to talk about this week. No little fight, news. little fight night card. A little small fight card, which again should be entertaining. The main event
0: for 300 has not been released yet. Is Dana oiled up? Uh, nothing. Not that I saw. Come on, Dana. Get on it, man. I know you're up right now. He does have till the end of the week. <laughs> get out of so. the way early. Although it does still show an American flag as one of the opponents. So I think they have an idea. It just hasn't been signed yet. I think he's still hoping for Connor and
1: Chandler. Probably. Which I would say, save that for its own thing. You don't need that for 300 Put it on the card. But it should be main eventing, I don't think. Not the main event. No.
0: The main event should be a title fight. Exactly. Because I don't think they have one on there yet.
1: Do they? No, that Do they? Um. I think... Uh, women's featherweight. I think Yan and That's right. Wei Li. Yes. But that might be the only one.
0: So yeah, you need a big, big title fight. Yeah, that's it. Well, the BMF. BMF, if
1: you count that. Now, maybe he's hoping for, which I guess this wouldn't fit the American thing, but DDP's talked about maybe going to 300. You bring in DDP and Izzy. Be good. Be pretty dope. That'd be good. But time will tell. Either way, still a stack card regardless. Two ninety eight, two ninety nine, and three hundred. You know if Jamal Hill's ready to return? Nah, he's probably still three, four, five months out. Is he? Probably. I was gonna say maybe they're
0: looking to book Jamal versus Pereira. That'd be a banger for three hundred. I'm here for it. Again, main event. I think that'd be a good main event. They're both just super sluggers.
1: Yeah. They'll fight eventually though. Hopefully sometime well, this
0: year. They have to. Yeah, that's kind of just the next fight for Pereira. You never know
1: though if a guy is out for too long, a prayer loses the interim. Well, I guess not. No, he's undisputed now. Yeah. yeah, they vacated. But this, yeah, this week, fun little fight card. Um, definitely worth checking out if you're free Saturday night. Other than that, how about a stick pick here. I believe you're up. I so will do myself. Dig down deep and go with the United Firecracker, Ew. which has a nice little uh, like fuse wrapper on the end that comes all the way down the stick. It's a uh, nice half an hour, 45-minute smoke, yeah, five, six one. bucks. Yeah, Absolute banger. Get a whole box. Why not? Nice little work smoke. I want to see the weather warms back up again. Close, but no cigar. A lot of options here, a lot of specific plays here, but we settle on one. Zay Flowers, yeah, so close to being a
0: talented young great wide receiver, but no cigar.
1: So close to a all-time kind of play, yeah, but not quite close he enough. He tried a little too hard. And I did see. Um, I think it was, it was Pat Mahomes' dad. Post game, had his cigar. He's like, "This is a Lamar Jackson special blend." Straight from Cuba. I don't know if uh, family members also got team cigars, but why not, right? It's a party. Uh,
0: immediate family, probably.
1: Do you think T-Swizzle lights one up? No. Not a chance, right? No. Imagine she does, and then the cigar industry just takes off because of Swifties. Incense, sense sports and stogies
0: would have to take off. You would think. Since we're kind of niche. We're basically like we would be the Swifties, like how niche they are. We got room for a portrait here. That'd be us, dude. We're, we're in the sports and cigar world. Correct. Right now, they're in the sports and concert world.
1: So what better place to come over to?
0: We talk about music. A lot.
1: Joe Rogan, look out, bro. All <laughs> I'm saying is Taylor Swift's the only thing holding us back. Drew Estate asses just absolutely dominate the industry, as they already do to a degree. Yeah. I am here for it. Tip-top smoke emporium, the biggest seller and not just the state of Ohio but the The entire country, or maybe the entire world. The universe. (laughs) Tip-top smoke to the moon. Tip-top smoke on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to need to smoke there eventually, right? There's there's only so many places (laughs) to smoke on Earth. And that is (laughs) tip-top. It is. (laughs) One day. Tip-top smoke, first community on Mars. Let's go, baby. That's just the beginning.
0: Wouldn't it be dope to smoke at all of the seven wonders of the world?
1: Somebody's surely done that, right? Had to That's have somebody's had. bucket list. Yeah. That's had to have been done. You travel. You get to travel humidor with you. Yeah, for sure. And hey, why not us? Why not us?
0: It's about time we bring that phrase back.
1: we it's, gotta set, it's, it's We got to set some
0: goals. It's been a while. We've got to set some goals for 2024.
1: For sure. Show goals. We're a month behind. We, video. We have some ideas. Nothing concrete goal-wise yeah, locked video, in. Video. Yeah. Number one goal. For sure number 2 to be determined.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Maybe hanging up stuff timely in the studio. Um, usually it takes you about a month.
1: Yeah, because I hate I get up late, right? Yeah. And they got little kids next door, allegedly. And every time I nail things in the wall, usually I get like a knock back. Yeah. Which I kind of feel bad about, but yeah, it's our studio. When do they go to work? Um usually kids go to school cuz you're yeah. usually up to like 10. Yeah, that's, that's pushing it.
0: Nine, eight, eight, nine, even.
1: This looks like it's kind of early, though, right? I guess if nobody's home. Yeah. it's like I'm not going to hurt anything, you know.
0: Yeah, that's that's a we Like that's anyway. B- b- be before it.
1: before next show, our new pieces will be hung up. Why don't you just go with anchors and drills? Um, for that piece, actually, that might. Well, no. Probably need it. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see. I have an anchor. Definitely no tax, that's for sure. Correct. Do You want to give a little teaser here? Uh, no. Full picture next week? Yeah. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, that one's on Austin, guys. It's in the works. <laughs> yeah, that one's on Austin. If that doesn't, that doesn't take place, know where to point your blame. It wasn't me. Okay, Shaggy. Let's go to bums of the week. Big bums. Again, we could probably do like 10 this week. So we lumped them all together. We got the Lions and the Ravens. Bums.
1: Um, and I'm not sure who I'd even vote for, honestly. Because of my bias, I would go Baltimore. But
0: out of the two, I would too. But my vote's locked in. As it should be. Uh, the NBA refs, specifically for the who are they playing? <sighs> I just watched it. This is Friday, right? It wasn't the so Bucks game. No. There was an ejection on a uh, on a free throw because the guy handed the ball to the ref, and the ref just had enough. It wasn't like a hard toss; it's like a light toss. Hey,
1: ref, here's the ball. It was Max Struz. Yes, was it against the Bucks? Had to have been. Either way, gentle handle. Yeah, to the ref. But apparently, it was three year old drama. Was that a joke? That was a joke. Was it? Yeah. Can we make it real? <laughs> that was a joke. Can we start a rumor right here? <laughs> Maybe Max Trusa had a little had a little run with her
0: three years ago. I don't know, but ejected right there.
1: Not even teched up.
0: No. Gone.
1: Straight tossed. There's been way too much of that this year. Across the board. Yeah. People are just getting tossed. For nothing. Nothing. I mean
0: you handed the ball to a ref when the ref is supposed to have the ball for a free throw?
1: Underhand, here, miss, take this. Yes, get tossed. out of here.
0: Get out of here. How dare you think I can't grab the ball myself? <laughs> Go to the locker room,
1: bum. How dare
0: you think I can't grab that ball by myself?
1: No, sorry, sorry, ma'am, my bad. I had the ball in my hand. You wouldn't have grabbed it by yourself. <laughs> he would have dropped it, tossed. <laughs> yeah, one hundred gone. <laughs> There's no winning. Like you're getting tossed no matter what. Like uh, he didn't say anything. We saw it from different angles. He just gently hands the ball to her. Yeah. You should be fired immediately. Yeah, honestly, probably ninety percent of the refs should be fired. Agreed. In every game, there's some kind of incident like that. But
0: any egregious ejection, you should be removed immediately. You shouldn't even be allowed to finish officiating the game. Bringing the, the they bench should ref. do like WWE guest referees, where just some dude runs out of the crowd, ripping his clothes off, and he's got a ref uniform on.
1: Marcus, all come on <laughs> down, dude.
0: <laughs> they don't even do an announcement. They they just have a backup official somewhere in the arena. Nobody knows where he's at. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> the lights go down. Theme song comes on.
0: <laughs> you just see him running down the stairs onto the court.
1: <laughs> I'm here for it.
0: It'd bring a level of excitement. Then he immediately ejects somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but little did we know they had a second guy, because that was the fall guy.
1: <laughs> By God, JR, that player had a family. <laughs> bum of the Week could be the WWE news this week. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a different
0: podcast. Yeah, we can stay away from that nonsense.
1: And uh, last but not least, the uh, Detroit Monty Pistons Williams. defense. No, I, or Monty.
0: Yeah, I locked okay. in Monty. Okay. Monty Williams. That's my vote. Monty Williams is terrible. Uh, Overrated based on his tenure with the Suns, obviously. Uh, the Pistons are worse than they were last year. And it was seven more years to go.
1: Yeah. So, good luck, Detroit. <laughs> will they win more than 30 games in his tenure? Ever? <laughs> From, yeah, <laughs> over the next seven years combined. <laughs> they might get to
0: 30 if you combine the next seven years. Yeah,
1: Only time will tell.
0: They have to hit the lottery on a draft pick, man. Man, they'll get like... Is Cade Cunningham? Not great.
1: Not as a number one guy. Sar
0: Thompson? Very well, but again... Role player. Going to be... For a peak, yeah.
1: probably. So, yeah, they got to hit the lottery. Good luck. They've not uh, done what? Picking people so far?
0: Like, ever.
1: Since what? Ben Wallace? Uh, probably. Andre
0: Drummond, I guess?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's quality for them.
0: I don't think they ever should have moved him. In well, it's, it's Detroit. But, yeah, what? Ben Wallace and Andre Drummond in the last 20 years? Yeah. That's pretty much it. Well, Rip Hamilton. The lottery pick, though, no. I'm just saying it's they just general... need to get a good draft pick, yeah. I don't, I can't think of any other note, and I don't even know if it, I think he was drafted by the Pistons.
1: They're not bringing anybody in,
0: no, who wants to go to Detroit, nobody, not with that team. I will say, maybe because you can sign me for $2.2 billion because you have no cap space, you have unlimited cap, you have not a single player under contract for any crazy amount of money. That'd be the way you got me. Their only move
1: is to he Bring be worthy. Michael Jordan out of retirement. No, you draft Bronny <laughs> because you know Bron's coming in. You go against the script, correct? And even you're so bad, the Bron's like, you know, I what? don't need
0: to play with my son. Yeah, actually, I, I retire. Of, I changed my mind. Yeah, I retire. I'm not yeah, moving to Detroit. I'm out. It would have been cool if he would have got drafted by the Lakers, but, you know, or the Clippers. Or anybody else. Or maybe Cleveland or sh- Miami or Chicago or – Charlotte. Charlotte or, yeah, anywhere the else. The Nets. Not a fan of Detroit. Don't care for it. Yep, not, not a fan. So we're just going to stay put. LeBron, um, player, coach. Monty's gone. Nope. Still not worth it. Don't even think he would take that.
1: Player, coach, GM, owner.
0: Uh, well, that's just
1: LeBron James, <laughs> pretty <So>. much. Yeah. <laughs> and the last thing I want to mention before we wrap up, my Edmonton Oilers, 15, check that, 16 straight wins, one shy of tying the all-time NHL record, as they go to the All-Star break. As a lifetime fan, it's a it's a good feeling, you know. Well, oh, you guys keep buying players, running Corey Perry. Yeah, he's like 90 years old, dude. Well, it's the Parameister, dude. <laughs> the pairinator. <laughs> Take us home, brother.
0: Well, you know what we always say. S&S. To, to the, the moon. moon.